Hello. 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 Welcome to Solidly Blessed Podcast, hosted by me, Jesse. And myself, Mimi. Where we talk about family, finances, and marriage. We call it FFM. Stick around and prayerfully you will catch nuggets that you can use in your family, finances, and marriage. All right, here we go. Welcome to part two of last week's episode. I have a pastor here named Michael Page. He got one of the largest churches here. I call him my pimp. So whenever there's a function, my, when I see his name on the phone, I know I got to go somewhere and perform. All right. And after that, I do all, I do the sororities. I do, the, I mean, everything. My, my page is there. It's ice and grace. So he got like three ministers now that they'll call me and they say, we need this, we got that. I do all the uh, the award shows here. And we got a big one we do every year. And I do all them. I'm booked for them. I don't even have to call. They put the flyers out. My picture already on. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So I do all the work. I did the the uh, man of the war, uh, man of the year award show, and I did women of the year awards, woman of the year award show. Then I do this other one where they recognize prominent people in the neighbor in the in the in the city. Hmm. And that was that was a guy on the phone early, so I got to do another in April. So wow, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, continuously, so continuously. Yeah. So what what else you got for him? I mean, I I've asked all of the questions that I had. Um. So when am I coming to y'all church? We can use you. Oh, so you asking us when you coming to our church? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Uh-huh. So, so uh, I don't know whether we can afford you, Grave Digger. Nah. Oh, yeah, you okay. can. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't try to hurt nobody. I don't let my manager. My manager gives me leeway on what I'm gonna do. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, when it, like I was supposed to been, I was supposed to perform for a function at ten thirty this morning in Nuba, but they had the weather, the bad weather, and the ice storm and everything. Yeah. So they postponed it. Uh-huh. And this is for, it's a, it's an all white BFW. But they've seen, they saw me, and they booked me three times. Wow. Yeah, and they they had me, they just had me. Matter of fact, I had a hotel room last night. But, Everything got postponed, mm-hmm. but they said, "Look, we calling you back." They, I go whenever they call, I go. Wow! Wow! wow. Okay, so the connection. Yeah, that, that, that's a blessing. Now, what what we can do since you put us on the spot on our own mm-hmm. show, we we'll contact uh, you know our pastor and and um, see you know what whether they will. You know, yeah, when you, I guess you when everything whatever. opens, you know, kind yeah, of yeah, um, when everything comes down, comes down, whatever, yeah. you know, they always like me to do pastor's anniversary. <laughs> yeah, that's coming up in what? That's March, coming up, isn't it? yeah, in I March. Think it's March. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do a lot of pastor's anniversary. Yeah, okay. But so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I can tell you a secret. During the during the during the COVID thing, when they were shutting it down and everything was getting shut down, I don't call no names. But there were several pastors that had that called me and had me come by their house, and they'd have anywhere between four to ten people at the house. They'd have my stuff set up and everything, and I would stand in the kitchen or the living room or wherever they put me and talk for an hour. And then it was a, a show, and they told me to be myself. They, they didn't want the church version. They wanted my version. Yeah. And I, I was somewhere just about every weekend. 
Wow. Wow. Well, see, that goes well, that's back entertainment. to that Yeah. They want to entertain Yeah, being yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and that's mm-hmm. that's the only person you, you can be exactly. is, is yourself. Um, that's right. Yeah. I was going to ask him about uh, being an actor. Would you want mm-hmm. um, a big role in a in a movie? What did you say now? Would, would you I... would you like a big role in a movie? Oh, if, if it came yeah, the one that's yeah, the one that's coming up. Oh, I got a big role. In. Okay, yeah. that's right. And the that's one right. you you hear about it. Okay. But it, I got a I got a uh, uh, matter of fact, I've I've seen the billboard because they put all this out when you start doing it. And uh, it, I, and and right down there with the rest of them, it's like guest starring. Uh, they got my real name. They got guest starring McKinley, mm-hmm. Grave Digger, mm-hmm. Bryson. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that. I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, so you already seen the billboard? Yeah. They won't put it out though. Oh. Right. But right. because when they start, they got to get everything ready to get all these people, all these uh, executive producers, and the money and everything. Mm-hmm. So, when they walk in and say, hey, this is what everything's going to look like. This script. I've seen the script. Okay. Uh, yeah, everything. So we're just waiting now. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, so yeah. that's good. So um, so are you allowed to say where, where you shoot it at or no? No, because okay. I, I don't know okay. the location. Oh, okay. okay. They'll tell me. I'm, I'm just a little star. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm an asteroid. I ain't big a star yet. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, so um, uh, Mimi here, she's uh, actually working on a, what is it? Um, your uh, movie, doctor, right? You got a movie? Yeah, I have um, a feature film written. Uh-huh. And hopefully I can sell it once I get it in, you know, in really good shape. But it, it is completed. But then I'm getting someone to look at it so they can help me, you know. Uh, so yeah. it can be the best product that it can be. Okay, well, I got yes. the perfect person for you to look at it because he writes for, he's uh, like, he's he's actually my manager. And he's Jansen Brown's manager. And he works for Tyler Perry. So, you know, of course, I, and he works for Steve Harvey. So I get to go to all, all, hang with them all the time. Anyway. Right. I actually won a dance contest on Steve Harvey's TV show. And wow. I got to dance on stage by myself. But anyway, if when you want when you when you get it where you want it and you want somebody to look at it, I got the person for you. Okay. Man, wow. God is good. Oh God I mean, we I didn't even think about that. I'm just you know, I'm just happy to have him on because he's so talented and not, you know, yeah. and I knew that he'd been you know, he's tread places. You know, I knew that. But I wasn't thinking that he was. God, he was, God, God, God would, is good. God would put you in touch with the right people. Right. When it's right. time. Yeah, that, right. You know. That's what time. I tell the. I told the comedians earlier. I said it ain't all about the money. That's right. right. You, you you keep doing stuff. You stay humble. In the long run, it, you're gonna get paid. Because mm-hmm. I know I've done over 500 shows for free. My first paying gig, I got fifty dollars. And I still got the check stuff. Wow. 50 bucks. And that was in, I think, 1989. Wow. It sounds like Steve Harvey, uh, his path. I, I remember him saying um, the Apollo show, you know, when he mm-hmm. um, signed up for the Apollo or something. I think his first check was $50. Mm-hmm. 
something like well, that. Well, yeah, and a lot of people don't know didn't know that Hot Polo, Def Jam, and all that. You might get fifty dollars, you might get seventy five. But see, you don't go on those kind of shows. You're supposed to go on for the credit. Yeah. A lot of companies say, man, they ain't going to give me $50, $75. I ain't going. Well, don't go. Mm. We got the credit. Right. Wow. Right. So, and I got a movie right here I'm looking at that I, I taped two and a half years ago. Now it's out. I got 10 copies of it sitting right here. Wow. Mm. And uh, it's, it's, and they already told me I'm taping season two. I put on paper. Everybody's getting, you, you might see uh, Unscott Comedy puts up that uh, we got three people that's going to take for season two. And he said, I might well tell him, Grave's coming for season two, so don't get mad. Wow. <laughs> and he told me the other day, he called me and said, You know, you take for season two, but I can't put you in front of the people because you make them work. So I'm going to put you down in the back somewhere. Because <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. when I get on stage, I'm a totally different person. But I tell you what, I am scared to death. Wow. Mm. This is my 38th year in comedy, and I am scared to death. Wow. So I, between the, the curtain, the time I'm called, and to that mic, I'm scared to death. Grave Digger, man, you just touched on something that I was telling my wife. So I told my wife that I'm actually an introvert, <laughs> right? And she doesn't uh-huh. believe that, though. Uh-huh. You know, but I actually uh-huh. am an introvert. You know, it, she she was saying something similar. Like uh, she even told the people at church, she was like, "That boy, he's not an introvert." <laughs> but I'm just like you, though. Right. I don't like to be up in front of but people you know, or I, crowds I, like that. You know what I always say though? I think that's God's way of keeping you humble. With the yep. gift that He's given you inside, He wants you to stay humble. Mm. So, so, so great, great. talk about that just for a little bit, if you don't mind. What you just mentioned about you being, you know, terrified or you don't like that before you get to the mic. Yeah, and, and my uh, my manager one day, he told me a long time ago, dude, you're, you're a celebrity, you're a star. And I won't do that. I don't do that. So one night we were backstage and it was Jay and the Brown and myself. I was sitting on the other side of the room. He came over there. He said, what are you doing over here? He said, you're going to be over there with Jay. That's why all the stuff. He get up, get over there. So now, you know, I got, I mean, I got people that call me. I mean, I ain't calling a bunch of names, but I've had stars come to my house and spend the weekend and stuff like that. But you, you got to stay that way. You got to, you know, if, once you become flashy, and people don't, don't like you because you get, you get too flashy. When I go to a town, my thing is, when I go to a town, I always like to get that early. I go to two places. I go to the bottle shop where everybody goes. Then I go, and believe it or not, I go to the the, the uh, red district. To the what, I already know where the ball is. The red district. That's where the red prostitutes biscuit. hang out. Oh, oh, now. Oh. Because every everybody in church knows what street the prostitutes hang out. <laughs> so when I get on stage, I might be in a suit or something like that. But when I get on stage, I can talk about things that the people live there know. Mm. So I don't look like I'm a celebrity. I look like I'm one of them. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you're, you relating, down, you're relating to your uh, audience then? To my audience, the stuff they got there. Mm-hmm. And if, if you ever, and I learned that a long time ago, you go to the barbershop, and you go to the red, like this, everybody in church knows about those places. Mm-hmm. And so once you start talking, or everybody in the audience, they got to be church. 
they know about this person. Once you start talking and you call out a couple of names, because you get somebody to give you some names. But you don't call the names, you tell them what they look like. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then they feel more comfortable. Mm. they like, he, he ain't coming here to make fun of us. He came in here to laugh with us. Because mm-hmm. every town got that wino. Every town got that dude to drive that raggedy car. <laughs> Every time, every time I got that pastor, that, 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 every, you just learn about that time. And then I go back and I take a nap. Everybody knows me. I've been doing it. I take a nap. I take a two-hour nap before every show. Then I go. Mm. And I talk to the people. I, I'm not uppity. I don't. I don't do that. I just. I just be myself, like that. Yeah. Right. And, and like that, everything ain't about money. You. I mean, you got to. You got to. You got to work on. It. Got to work on. It. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are yeah. no overnight sensations in common. Wow. And that you know, you tell that story, and I'm reminded of um, when you're speaking somewhere. You know, I, I guess I was what, this in school, but if you're speaking somewhere, you have to know your audience, and that's a great right. way to get to know your audience that you're going to be, mm-hmm. you know, pre- performing. Wow. Yeah, yes. and you get you. A, that, that's why I do. I do it all. I do host now, on this team that I'm traveling with. One night I host, one night I feature, one night I headline. It's a three man team, mm. and we switch it up because that's anyway. If you look at it's different money, but all of us getting paid the same anyway. Yeah. But if you got a feature, a headliner, a host, feature, and headliner, that's three different money. But I'm on the team now. It doesn't matter which one I do. I'm getting paid the same. It, but I ain't all about money. I'm all about having fun, meeting people. Because I, I left this church in Albany, Georgia. Before I could leave the church, I had four bookings. Just me. Wow. Mm. That, that's what you got to look at. You got to look at, I, when I wake up today, I look at tomorrow if I'm going to be here. Mm. I look at today. And I don't worry about what happened yesterday. Because I can't go back and do nothing about that. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. So you spend all your time on on improving yourself and, 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 and not hurting anybody's feelings. Uh, right. You can't make everybody happy. That's right. But you got to spend time on making yourself happy. If you happy first, then you can make other people. Oh, if you miserable and grumpy and all that, you can't do that. And these are just my philosophy. If you're the smartest one in your group, you need to get another group. Man, grave digger. He says that all the yeah, time. Yeah, I say that all the time. <laughs> my wife would tell you, um, so, uh, 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 what, last week or whatever, we had this couple on, um, on our show, and he said the same thing. You know, if you're the smartest one in your group, you need to find a new group because right. everybody's coming to you for the answers. When do you get... Um, to go to somebody else. Yes. Yes, correct. Yeah, so, I mean, that's my pet peeve, you know, um... With being in the military, I've I met some uh, good bosses, and I met some bad bosses, and I think you learn from all of them, you know. In yeah, my you own, do. You know my personal opinion. Um, yep. But yeah, you don't ever want to be, and that's what we're trying to convey to you know the people that listen um, to us. You know that hey, we we've got to do better at not being the smartest one in the group. Find people that can help you grow also. Find right. people that will make you uncomfortable. So that's mm-hmm. how you grow. Okay. Yeah, when I was, a, when I was, a, I was an easy. 
E4. Well, E3. And I did stuff that you don't never hear. I was E3. I made E4. I hung out with my first sergeant and my commander. And you don't get to do that. Yes. When I got to uh, Pope Air Force Base, I ate breakfast every morning at the golf course with the wing commander, the senior enlisted by I was a tech sergeant, which is an E6. Yeah. But that's the people I hung with. Wow. Mm. So they get they, they help you move up. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. you don't get in no, you know, if you get in a little bit of trouble, which I did one time, and I didn't get, I mean, it was like, it was something I was doing, and I did, I got in trouble, but when it got, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I can tell you all this. I ain't bragging on myself, but I was a good troop for 20-some years in there. How many people you know that would leave a country AWOL and stay gone for 30 days? They send the police to get you in the United States and fly you back to Korea. And you go to the wing headquarters in uniform the next morning, escorted by the cops. And the only thing they tell you is like, are you going to do that again? No, sir. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and I did it. I got proof. I stole a vehicle, flew to Tokyo, I drove to Tokyo, caught a flight and flew back home and stayed for 30 days. And they came and got me. <laughs> no, I didn't good. get a, I did not get a letter of reprimand. I didn't get a letter of counseling. Nothing. But not, because I was a good troop. Not and when good I favorite. had people, my, yeah. my new guys that come to my office, I tell you, this is how I live. Simple. I said, you want to make rank with me? I'm your boss. I tell you to take that trash can and empty it. You go take trash can and empty it. Come back and fit it down. Okay, that's all right. You go take that trash can and empty it. Wash it out and bring it back. That's a whole different ball. Wow. Yep. Wow. It's just that simple. Yes. Oh, yes. That's good. That's good. Yep. That's, that's, that's real that's good. That's a great that's analogy. That mm-hmm. really is. Yep. You go way, you go far and beyond what you're asked to do. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's mm-hmm. that's a life lesson right there in itself. You know. Yeah, as, I've always done that. I've always. It, military taught me is like, do that other step. Now, another thing, if your boss is using the military, your yeah. boss told you to do something, and you complained about it. That's different. You go do it first, and then come back and complain, you might get something changed. Yes. Yes. That right. took a while to learn that. Yes. That's a good Do one. what he tell you first, mm-hmm. and then you come back. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, we got a big military presence here in, in our area, you know. So Where you I, at now? We're in Virginia the Beach. beach yeah, oh, that's right. Still- yeah, we still here in Virginia Beach. Um, yeah, my cousin is too. He's he's still up there. Yeah, I talk yeah. to him once a week. Brian. Yeah, you, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you I know, know who well, he is. Well, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, well, you know, they they ain't married no more. But yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you you was down there not too long ago, and we all was together because our last aunt out of eleven uncles and aunts uh, passed away a couple months ago, so we was all together. Yeah. Matter of fact, he came through, and we I, we followed each other home. Wow. So he was, he's actually his cousin. I thought baby was. Yeah. Okay. Huh? I said, no, I, no. Okay. All right. Now, Brian is my cousin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you got anything else? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I think this has been a great. Oh, I think it's wonderful. You know. Um, I was going to ask you about, maybe you haven't felt this way, but I just been hearing about the imposter 
imposter, um, imposter syndrome. Have you ever felt that in the rooms that you've been in? Do you know well, what I'm talking I, about? Oh yes. Oh, there's somebody <laughs> in there that's not who they think they who they're supposed to be. Well, you. The imposter um, syndrome is when you're in rooms and you feel like you're not supposed to be there, although oh, you're there oh, that, amongst them. Uh, oh yeah, I've, I've I've been in that position, mm-hmm. but it it, that, it was me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't because I didn't give myself enough. You know, I didn't have enough self esteem. I didn't give myself enough friends. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. my manager kept telling me, you know, you are the, you're on this level. Well now. I'm on this level, mm-hmm. and I and out like I said, I would go out with they would pick me out with stars and stuff, and I'm you know, and I would go sit on the other end. Hey, mm-hmm. well, if your name is on the ticket, mm-hmm. why are you sitting way over yeah, here? That's right. Mm. Yeah, you you know, and it, yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. So I, I do that now. I go and I walk out on walk in like oh this. I tell you what got me one night. Usher and uh, and Rod Ryder brought me to New York for the play Chicago. This is what really got me that night. So they set me down front. I was in third row. And, and matter of fact, I was sitting behind Dr. Uh, Al Sharp. So okay. doing intermission, well, after the show, well, it, it was a funny thing happened in the bathroom with Al Sharp. And so we go to the bathroom doing intermission. So Al gets in front of me. So I walk around. And I'm like, oh, hold up. I said, just because you Al Sharp on me, you can hold me. His bodyguard did not like that. But Al did. He laughed about it. But his bodyguard didn't think that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) But this is what you talk about the imposter. So we leave the show. Now I'm up in Usher's bedroom room right So we leave. So everybody's walking outside door and they got it fenced off. There's thousands of people out there waving. So I'm walking. (laughs) And so Usher and them is waving, giving the patty away. I'm like, these people don't know who I am. I start pageant waving too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I've been in that position, uh-huh. but I- I'm getting used to mm-hmm. a little bit that I'm supposed to walk in with everybody else mm-hmm. and and uh, I sign autographs. That's something you have to do. Right. You have to do that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't start signing autographs. I mean, when people walk up and ask one, I give them, you know, I sign them charge nobody at the time you always got to take pictures with people right and uh i did my most my happiest night was when i did the uh, d-pack and i don't know if you all know what d-pack is but d-pack is the, uh, the uh, performing arts center here and uh, it's the second second one is ranked number two in the world mm. Mm. So, and they don't bring scrubs to the d-pack yeah well when patty labelle's coming they said they called me. They want you to open Pat. Well, who else on the show? Nobody. You and Pat. You got forty minutes. Wow. But okay. So I did the forty minutes, and I wasn't looking at the clock. Exactly my forty minutes, and I had it going. And uh, I walked off stage, and they grabbed me. They said, "You did exactly forty minutes." Well, Patty comes on. Well, doing that, waiting on Patty. I go out front. So all these people want to take pictures. I got a lot of people want to take pictures. Wow. Had this dude acting as my road manager. He got everybody in line. Everybody said, I take all these pictures. Well, this one lady hugged me. And she got lipstick on. And I had a white suit on. I didn't know. So I'm backstage. Patty's on stage. And she's talking and everything. And she's talking about me. But I'm sitting by by the control, uh, right, right off stage. She, and she's talking. And I'm talking back to her. And she's talking. She's a great corn out here. And we got pictures of that. And I go out there. And she's like, 
who got this lipstick on you? She looked at the audience. She said, which one of you women put this lipstick on my man? <laughs> I will never forget that. Wow. Yeah, she had cooked. Well, that was my, I think that was one of my best nights. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, so they yeah, called, I, I, they, they called huh? Patty LaBelle the, um, the godmother, right? I think, a, well, many of, some, Are- many of the same. Aretha girls, was the, well, Aretha Mick, was oh, the queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aretha right, was right, the queen. Right. And right. Patty is the guy. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 younger singers um called Patty LaBelle Aunt Patty or Godmother yeah. Patty or something like that. I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I tell you, it's, I, I, I to be from a small town like Humboldt, Tennessee, that's what I'm from. Mm. Uh, I, I left and and I mean and to, like that to have a GED did graduate school. I get to hang around. I, my dreams, I've, I mean, my dreams have been way more than cool. Okay. I mean, I've, I've been, I, I'm not starstruck, but because the people I meet, like they treat me like I'm somebody. Wow. You know, I, I've walked up, and a, a lot of people don't know. I used to run with NASCAR for two years. I was special security for Dale and all of it. Yeah. And I was standing up there one night and. And uh, Richard Petty come down the track walking. And I was just standing there. And he walked up and started talking to me like he'd been knowing me all his life. I got to hang with all the NASCAR guys. I was the only black person out there. I got a hat. I'm looking at him right now. I got a room with hats. I got a hat from every pit crew. I got suits from Delco. I got jackets. They took care of me. They took me with them. And I would go in and make them laugh. But they ain't what I was there for. I was there for security. Yeah. Wow. But we, I, you know, I've done stuff with a lot of, I just like doing stuff. Because when I was brought up, everybody called me Uncle Tom back in the day in the 60s. Because you know, back in the 60s, mm-hmm. if you had something that the white boys had, you was Uncle Tom. For instance, being, white boys had go, uh, go-karts and minibikes. Well, we were poor. But anything I wanted, I got. My dad got me a go kart and a mini bike. Well, I was on the stump, but everybody wanted to ride it. Mm-hmm. I wanted a drum set. My aunt got me a 16 piece white pearl drum set when I was 15. I was on the So now, I ain't no on the no more. Everybody wants to hang with me. Wow. Right now, I got two Harley Davidson sitting in my garage. I got a four wheeler. I got three boats, three jet skis. Uh, <laughs> wow. Your toys. Yeah, these are my toys. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, uh, uh, I fly an airplane. How many black people you know do that? Wow. But see, I know a lot of black pilots. You know what else? We're in our own little world. Mm-hmm. Wow. Go ahead. I wanted to ask a financial question. Go ahead. Like, yeah. Um, do you have any nuggets and gems that you can share with the audience about financial about um, financial literacy? No. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. I can I can be honest with that. No, I have nah. I don't believe I don't buy Bitcoin. You definitely talking about stuff like that. No, no, just uh, no. wisdom. Oh, financial wisdom. Wisdom. Oh yeah. If mm-hmm. you if you if okay, separate your money. Right, if you do it, separate your company money from your financial, your home money. Mm-hmm. I always do that, and don't touch it. Cause mm-hmm. you know you 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 I mean, 
I mean, when you get up enough, you can invest in stuff. But me, I don't. But I, I, I collect. Everybody know I collect. I've, I've been down like, like, like uh, these days. I ain't leaving you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I ain't leaving you that. They'll be, they'll be fighting over my... Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, when I go, you'll be able to write one check. <laughs> wow. It, it ain't going to be but three digits. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. Yeah, but don't... Hey, don't... Hey, but uh, as far as that, yeah, once you get up there, you know, get what you like. Don't be trying to play because I got to... I just, well, I collect old stuff. I do. I got, a, I just got that 87 Lincoln, 86 Lincoln. And uh, that's my project. And I got a couple, I just bought me a new Denali. And, uh, okay. uh, well, I'm, I'm living the way I want to live. Right. You know, I ain't trying to be flashy. I ain't trying to outdo nobody. Because I tell you in a minute, I ain't better than nobody. Mm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I just do different stuff. Yep. Yeah. I don't care myself is better. Yep. Huh? And you got to think about this too. We all came here the same way and we all going to leave the same way. That's right. You know Everybody what I'm saying? Everybody leaving a suit in so, box. Everybody leaving a suit in the box. Except those want to be cremated. Mm. But I don't do the cremation. That scares me to death. Yeah. I always said black people shouldn't be cremated because we preheat ourselves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I didn't No, no. Now I just had, I think I had a family member get cremated. Yeah. But I, I'm scared of it. Because, you know, I grew up like y'all did, old school. Yes. You know, and, 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 and I'll tell you how stupid my philosophy was. I was in base training. First week, T.I. coming down when he got us all sitting in the room. He's there. How many Catholics in the room? So, of course, all the white guys hold their hand. He said, how many Protestants? All the blacks hold their hand up. Except me. He said, well, what are you, a Mormon? I said, no, I'm Baptist. He said, Baptists come under Protestants, stupid. I was never <laughs> It was October 10th of 1973. I will never forget that night. Wow. Wow. Yep, that's good. That's good. That's good stuff. I'm just simple. Yep. Well, Mr. Gravedigger, we have really Really enjoyed enjoyed and appreciated. Uh, Yeah, and we appreciate you coming on our show um, here with us. And uh, I'm sure Mimi will definitely be in touch with you there about your contact there when she's ready but Uh um you know i just want to say that we are are grateful um for the nuggets that you have provided you know and i think you've given some insight you know and this confirmation to some of the stuff that we were actually um telling our audience too you know um so we are grateful for your time sir and we are very very appreciative. Right. Do you have anything yes. else? Uh, Just thank no, you. I, th- I thank you guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. We yeah. thank you. Um, one thing I learned is stay humble. Yes. That's one thing I learned about this this interview with Gray Stay humble. Stay humble. No matter how high you go. That's right. You stay Always right. stay humble. That's right. You know, right. because uh, uh, Gray Digger, honestly, we're from a small town also. In South Carolina, me and my wife, we are high school sweethearts. We met when we were 16, Mm -hmm. and uh, we've been married 32 years now. Um, Mm. So, 31 years. Well, it'll be 32 this year. It'll be 32 this year. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, and, um, you know, so we know 
how how tough it is out here you know um but that's basically all that i wanted to say is you know we thank you for your time yes um and i think that there's some people that could learn um some humility and just um being themselves you know and never forget where you came from and just being a good example for others to follow and i think you're setting yourself up to to do that that's a true statement from a from a from a leader that everyone needs to follow you need to be home uh uh, yep that's yeah they keep me that way all the time they trying to get me out of some of it in certain places Mm -hmm. but i'm still the quietest one in the bunch until (laughs) unless george wallace is there then we gotta (laughs) we gotta act up (laughs) yeah yeah, we thank you we really thank you for today really thank right. you hey hey well good people we just want to thank uh our our guest host for his time mr grave digger um so uh grave digger do you have a uh, um uh like a contact if they need to try to book, book you, you or uh, something to that effect that oh yeah, that they yeah. Can you get in touch with you if you want to book me, you go straight to me instead of my manager. I, I book myself. I, my manager books. I got two guys that actually my manager. But then I got my best friend when I'm going to introduce you to that does everything. Okay. okay. And uh, But uh, matter of fact, you all can do it. My, uh, they can call me at 910-273-4220. Okay. All right. And that's the only number I have. I answer phone day and night. All right. All right. All right. You okay. hear that, good people? Yep. You hear that, good people? So if you you're looking book to uh, book a and real do, funny guy. I do clean, clean, clean comedy. I do adult comedy. I do uh, anything you want. Birthday parties. I just don't do kids. I don't okay. do kids' birthday parties. Okay. 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 I do sororities. I'll do any event you have, corporate. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So... Good people, you've heard from the grave digger himself how you can contact him. So uh, once again, guys, if you want to get in touch with us, you know, you can hit us up on Facebook. Uh, you got our Google email address. So uh, go ahead, hit that notification button, hit that like button. And you know what we always say, thank you for joining us at Silently Blessed Podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Mimi. Peace and blessings. Until next time, we love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Peace! Thank you for joining us for this episode at Silently Blessed Podcast. Remember, if you would like to connect with us, hit us up at silentlyblessedbooks at gmail.com That's S-I-L-E-N-T-L-Y B-L-E-S-S-E-D B-O-O-K-S at gmail.com One word Facebook, Twitter, just search for Silently Blessed. I'm Jesse. And I'm Mimi. Be blessed, my brother. And my sister. We love you, you, and and there's there's nothing nothing you can can do do about it. Peace and And blessings. Until until next time. time. Don't forget to subscribe. And like.